Ratchet and Woke Podcast, you already know the vibes. Okay. That's what we on? This, this, this is the time we on? Because you got okay. drills. Ratchet and Woke Podcast, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, email us questions, comments, and topics to Ratchet and Woke Podcast at gmail.com. I am Unlearn the World with me as always. I'm Lil MC. She can never say her name straight. It has to be like with an elaborate accent from the hills of Scandinavia. It's always, you always talk like a robber baron. Like, What's a robber baron? Like, you know, like one of those corrupt like landlords who's like always Ooh, trying to get yeah. rich. You know what I mean? It's like, can we lower like, this? Like I shan't be returning. <laughs> well, I was playing. There's, Let me see your girls. No, there's oh. no, yeah, there's no way. Maybe I need to sit on a booster seat. Yeah. <laughs> <Get> <laughs> <Yo> my... <laughs> Don't ever say that. <laughs> Alright, so we in here. We yeah, we in wanna... here. We're gonna have the homie DJ Lou in here Yee. doing an in studio yes. interview. First in studio. The first of this season. But we're having like two back to backers, three back to backers. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, but we'll we'll get into that in a little bit. But um yeah. So All right, here's the first topic of the day. Are you ready? I came with the topics. Ready? Cuz last week he was a grumpy goose. Cuz we didn't have our topics. Well, I mean, it's good to, you know, have topics and yeah, talking points. Yeah, I do. Right? Okay. No, I like to be organized. No you don't. Nah, I don't. Yeah, what the fuck? We're just winging it off the top of the dome, yeah, you know what I'm saying? You know. All right, this is the first topic, sir. You don't have to do it like it's a game <laughs> show. This but is... this is funny. Uh, Marky Mark, a.k.a. Hallmarky Mark. <laughs> Explain to the people about... what that is. Oh, I think we were thinking about like an SNL skit where Marky Mark, <laughs> the rapper... Before he became Mark Wahlberg, yes. would be writing Hallmark. holiday cards for Hallmark. <laughs> so it's Hallmarky Mark. Yes. And he'd be like, Would you feel my vibration? <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> That's whack as fuck. It's Marky Mark. But then we also were saying how the rebrand is crazy. Yeah, he his he is legendary for the rebrand he did. Him and Justin Bieber. <laughs> <laughs> Oddly enough, that makes sense <laughs> to put them both in the same category. Kind of does. If so. Justin Bieber starts acting, Mark Wahlberg have, might have to snuff Justin Bieber. Yeah, like, no. they would like legit go for the same roles. I think. I think Justin Bieber Mark would be like older. a little rich bitch that like did. He'd be drugs. Ryan Philippi. Felipe, yes, Felipe. totally. Yeah, he would. Is it Felipe? I, that's what I like to say. Felipe sounds stupid. Do you want me to ask Google? No, don't ask. Yeah, ask okay. Siri. Ask Siri. How do you pronounce Ryan Felipe? Here's what I found. She told, she me told shit. us nothing. <laughs> just uh, yeah, Siri is just a disappointment. Are you serious, Siri? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Ryan Felipe. Okay, well, uh, okay, to make a wager. In any case, Justin Bieber, if he had an acting career, I think would have one along the lines of. Ryan. Yes, like cool intentions. He looks like he'd be like the yeah, deceptive, like a like a like a maniacal. man lady boy, <laughs> lady man boy, <laughs> like a lady man boy. That, okay, can we talk about that? How Leonardo DiCaprio is the most beautiful woman man, and he always is cast alongside androgynous, masculine looking women. Yes, he's he's always casted alongside handsome. Women. Yeah. <laughs> 
Handsome. <laughs> handsome woman. Like, who's a handsome woman? Um, Glenn Close. Is a handsome yes. woman. Yes. <laughs> He's just what handsome. <laughs> um, uh, the, the chicken Romeo and Juliet. Claire Danes. Claire Danes. 100% <laughs> handsome. <laughs> She looks like Hansel. She's so hot right now. Exactly. Play that one. Do you have that? Exactly. No, I don't. Do I? No, I don't think oh, I do. Okay. Yeah, no, there's a, there's a few handsome ladies. Yeah. And then there's hot body, weird face. Yeah, that's 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 everywhere. In Sarah uh, Jessica Parker. And yes. um, <laughs> the other chick that's in everything. Bring it on. Spotless Kirsten line. Dunst. Yes. Yes. Very yes. weird face. Yes. Speaking of Kirsten Dunst, I want to watch that movie Crazy Love, where she's like the broken white girl. Oh, she's in love with girl. the Mexican. Yeah, and Jane like Hernandez. A whole thing. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. romance at its finest. Forbidden love. I love forbidden love. <laughs> you so love forbidden love. I really do. Can we speak about your <laughs> secret love for romance comedies? No, they can never Yo, know. Your rom com. <laughs> I only like the good ones. There are no good ones. Yeah, there are. Titanic. I think we've talked That's about Titanic. That's not a rom-com. That's every... a tragedy. It's a rom-drom. It's a rom-drom. Mm-hmm. Yes. Do you rom, like that word? I, I prefer rom-droms to rom-coms. But do you like that I coined the term rom-drom? I don't think you did. But... There's also a drom-com. <laughs> yeah, okay. Now we're going off the deep end. <laughs> so, yes. Yeah, so, you rom Com, drum, rom, <laughs> Ramadan, ding dong, Ramadan. <laughs> Somehow we're gonna get this into like frack saying Mazel Tov. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to weasel my way into mom, that. Soccer mom, Comic Con, Ramadan. Yeah. Okay, we got it. Got it. Shalom. <laughs> oh, okay, we're going right. off the rails. Yeah, see, this is uh, why next, we need topics. I got it. I this got is exactly you. Why I got we need you. Topics. I think people like to hear us ramble. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, yes. Okay, so recently, as in Sunday, I was trying to figure out from guessing who the Spotify top 10 were. Because if you go on your Spotify and you look at, like, you know, some of the biggest artists, you'll see how many followers they have and monthly listeners and all that bullshit. And it'll often tell you, like, rated 364th in the world or ranked. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, huh, I'm really curious. I wanted to know who was in the top 10. So we played that game. We were guessing who was in the top 10. Yeah. And we got most of it wrong. You got most of it wrong. I got most of it wrong because I'm so disconnected right. from like what's in that world. Yeah, what did you say? You were saying some dumb ones. I was not. I, I, <laughs> my, my first one was Dua Lipa, which surprisingly enough, she's in the top ten. That wasn't your first one. It was, one, it was like my third one. It was, it was like, like your 15th one. And after I gave you a hint, white girl pop music, and then you listed off a few... Well, and she ended up being higher than Taylor Swift, which is very surprising. Yeah, Taylor Swift was like not even in top ten. I completely overlooked Drake, and mm-hmm. Drake was in he's there. He's like number three. You know, The Weeknd is in there. Number two. Um, oh, no, he's number one. No, no, no. Number one, Justin Bieber. Yeah, then Marshmello. Oh, Marshmello. He's like 10. He rounds it off. He rounds off the list at 10, I think. Yeah, possibly. But, Ariana Ed Grande, Sheeran. Ed Sheeran. Uh, uh, what's not Ozuma? It's one of those. It's like a, a Latin Oh, J Balvin. J Balvin. J Balvin. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, he's higher than Bad Bunny, who I thought was going to be. In yeah, there. and I Cardi Re- B's like 11. I thought Rihanna was going to be in there. Well, because she hasn't dropped music. So it's like, then it's monthly listen. I thought Beyonce was going to be in there, but Again, Beyonce. doesn't drop music. Well, she does, but it's on a different platform. Oh, right, right, you know right. What I'm saying? It's like, title. You know, and, and, and just as a sidebar to that whole thing, I, I, I appreciate what both Jay Z and Beyonce have done with their brand as musicians. They have made themselves a luxury musician brand, mm. right? So you can only access their music through certain platforms, mm-hmm. which they have equity and autonomy. Well, you over. can access some of their music, just not all. Some of, it. of their older catalog, which they probably sold off, which is a great segue into another conversation we're gonna have. But like the idea of like how exclusive their music is and how impactful it is in the moment. Like, you know what I'm saying? When she dropped Black is King, it was like the world stopped for like a couple yeah, of days, I right? Yeah, I still because never like saw just, that. You know, it was a whole thing. Exactly, because it's it, exclusive, right? Mm-hmm. It's like if a new Gucci bag came out, not everybody's going to get that Gucci bag. If a new oh Mercedes God. Benz came out, not everybody's going to get that, but people are aware of it 
enough that it I hate this materialistic <laughs> world we live in. Like, it is such bullshit. It, it really is. Like, it really Birkin is. bags, we need... It's like, why? What's the yeah. purpose of a fucking purse? Get a backpack. Like, <laughs> so fucking dumb. It's just, it's all oh, it's I need all there. my red bottom so people know that I sold my have, soul to get this and exactly. live in a fucking garage. Like, yeah, fuck but it, I mean, I think all of it, I think what we're speaking about are, like, materialistic appetites and all of it's there to have us continuing to consume to continue to produce and go to work to buy shit that we don't need. I just think the label part is fucking annoying. It's like, you just want a... And I've never... Well, we live in a capitalist system where people aspire for status, right? Yeah, and it's stupid. Why don't you spend that money on, like, stuff that looks dope? Why does it have... Because it's like, seriously, Birkin bags aren't even that cool looking. Like, they look like a hella basic-ass shit. You know, it's just a matter of, like, where people place their value and how... and, And value is conditioned. Like, so is desires. Our desires for these things is conditioned. It's not like we grow up wanting any of this shit, right? Like, that's... Ultimately, at the end of the day, that's really what we're we're combating with is the fact that we have been conditioned to want and desire status and and influence and all of these other things, and they're trying to sell it to us. Through, well, like you know, I'm into looking good and stuff. Like uh, I was just listening to Cardi B's like really old catalog, and she has a song that's called <laughs> like "Bum Ass Weave" or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it, it's like a um what's it called? Like she she redid Lady Leisure's song. Uh, queen speech where the hook is like brush your teeth yeah but she called it like bum ass weave or something instead and did a whole <laughs> and it was just like i get it like you want to have like really you want to look good so like spending a lot of money on a really nice looking weave or like on your nails or like jeans that make your ass look good like i'm all for that but just like the fact that you're buying something simply for like a label and it doesn't even look fucking that Cool. Like I just think it's, it's an so implication, stupid. and that is created from ex- exclusive like Louis V and stuff. It's like it's the same shit. Like every like, why do you want to look the same as all these fucking rich people? Like, but don't you want to look different and unique? And well, dope? the thing is that rich people are different. From they are the different, but they're all us. the same as each other. All the right. rich people. I mean, every you know, single bitch's face right now, like famous bitch, they all look the same. Like I cannot tell you how many of these like fucking like IG models they all just look like Nicki Minaj and Cardi B like all their face looks the fucking same because they all go to the same motherfucking plastic surgery and get their same eyes and nose it's like well, why don't you guys want to look different they, they've bought into a new standard of beauty right Where, and we've talked about this on the show time and again right in the 80s it was a different figure that people accepted as hot and whatever the case is the 90s was different the shape that we're looking at now when it comes to Instagram and all of that that didn't start becoming popular until like 99 but I'm even right. talking about your face. Like, obviously, the shape, I get it. Like, we all But even know. the face it's is like augmented so to, to look a certain way, Everyone to have certain kind same. of lips, to have certain kind of nose. Yeah. All of it is like, you know, it's 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 all a look. And I think it's, it's I mean, it's it's all patriarchy, ultimately. So I just think that, like, you know, when you're looking for models and shit, like, don't you want to have a variety of everyone looking really fucking dope and having different hairstyles and, like, their face just looks so different and cool? Like, high cheekbones, like big jaws like all i don't know just different shit like it's just so fucking irritating that everyone wants to look the same it's like we're all sheep sheep, well i think i think what you're speaking on is a just the the fine line between artistry right and doing something to have an impact versus doing something to get attention Mm. and i think that most of us are now creating content and navigating through the world for us to get attention not necessarily to have impact, right? If we're looking to have impact, we're going to think to be more diverse. We're going to think to be more culturally relevant. We're going to think to be more artistic and make creative risk and choices. When we're thinking of getting attention, we're thinking about what's the lowest common denominator of appeal that I can have that's going to have a broad group of people pay attention to my content, yeah, right? And that's, that's what most of us, if not all of us, are swept into at one point or another. It's like, what do, what what bullshit do I have to do to get enough eyes on me? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And like that's that's the, the world that we're living in. And the problem is that we're not just competing with fellow artists. We're competing with everyone else on the planet, right? Yeah. Literally, like you go on any social media app and this is the, the app is the same. You can see your favorite celebrity on the same app that you see your mother. <laughs> yeah. It's the wild. most bizarre shit ever, and we get on the we get on this thing, and we we criticize social media all the time, and then we're we use it, it a shit ton. But the point I'm making is that this is all part of the conditioning. It's all to keep us in a densely preoccupied state of consciousness, 
that is rooted in the materialistic appetites that we have been conditioned to accept that keep us drawn into this existence and keep us far from contemplating the real nature of reality, right? And it's, I've been thinking about that a lot. It because sucks been, that we have to be sucked into this, but it's like <laughs> essential for us as musicians. Like, we have to play this game. You have to play the know? game. It's a delicate dance. But it's You're, like you got to gotta spend time for yourself where you're like, okay, like for me, like I don't even fucking look at my phone after eight or I'm high as balls and I won't even, like, I won't even respond to you in an intelligent manner because I'm fucking high and I don't really want to talk to you <laughs> and shit. But, like, that's when, like, I like when it's, like, okay, at that time, no phone, no social media, no bullshit. Like, and we get in our, like, you know, weird bag of, like, consciousness and the world and the meaning of life and, like, all the all pedos things. and, like, all the shit that's really going the down. Pedos, what? <laughs> we just watch our... <laughs> the rain. <laughs> but I it's, like... like I'm taking crazy pills! Always, all day crazy pills. But it's just, like, it's got to be a balance between this bullshit that is, like, sucking our soul away and... Finding. See, it's, it's 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 even the balance. I don't think is enough. Like I was thinking about this the other day because we were watching Doctor Sleep, which is a phenomenal film. Hell yeah, right? so fucking. The good. movie is, and again, this is this is a movie that's based off of the sequel to The Shining, written by Stephen. It King. is the sequel to The Shining, right? It's... But the movie is based off of the book. It, yeah, they're both based on the book. In any case. But it was an amazing movie, but it deals in astral projection, it deals in remote viewing, it deals in psychic ability, all the things that if you were a human being that actually had these abilities, I don't think any of the shit that we think is important oh, would, matter. would be important. Yeah. If I was literally able to astral project my consciousness to somewhere else, you would never see me. Yeah, you would never see me. That's what we were talking about. We're like, look at these, look at these cats' fucking clothes and their weird hats. Like yeah, they're, they're wearing like Grammy old healthy. Like, but it's like if you could astral project and you had all those powers, like I would not give. Two I would fucks never care about, about looking like any the in crowd. This. All right, I gotta go. Uh, uh, we got Luke. We got downstairs. DJ Luke coming through. You can so. talk. <laughs> I know you like to talk. <laughs> I always like to talk, but I like to talk with people here, so I'm not talking. All right, we're in here. All right, so we're here. We are here. Ratchet and woke, DJ Lou. DJ Lou, let's give him a let's give him an intro. Uh, All right, all right, no, I'm gonna give it to him. The multi instrumentalist, multi talented DJ producer. Also, he hosts his own shows, but not in this reality, in virtual reality. The man. Of the hour, well, the half hour. DJ Lil! That What's dude, up? Did I do your voice good? Yeah. How do you do your voice when you introduce yourself? I'm here. I made it. But, like, what's your, like, on-air voice like? Oh, I don't know. DJ Lou. I just come on and say, hey, I'm here. What's up? I just, I don't I do not do the whole grandiose. You don't do any pre-production? I just kind of come in and show up. You don't go, like, hello. You know? Oh, okay. Although I do have voices. Uh, let's see. You do have voices. <laughs> I have arrived at this fucking place. There we go. <laughs> we shall have a grand time. Oh my god. These are like uh, gonna be on the soundboard. Oh um, <laughs> boy, I must I must do drops for you. Yeah. The ratchet! The ratchet in woke podcast. <laughs> Yeah, this is what little MC does all the time. <laughs> like she just she can never like you know just turn up with a regular voice. It nah. has to be like a pirate or somebody from the deep f- south. I don't do it for myself, but I, I like doing voice work for others. Have ah, you ever considered being like a voiceover that actor? That's one of my goals, and I don't know where, how, who to talk to. You'd I don't be know so any of good at that. You'd be really good. At my that. cousin has been in that biz forever. Well, let me talk she to your cousin. She might be a trumper though. So let me talk to your cousin because I need to get my voice out there. Yeah. I'm for the voice totally. acting. Hey there, Mister. This is uh, Arthur Morgan from the Red Dead Redemption 2. Never all that. Like, like it, it sounds like a boner pill ad or something. Like a really old man. So boner pills. You you gotta give us you gotta give us your origin story, man. Like we got I gotta hear. I know you you worked with a lot of Bay Area artists. You were a producer, multi instrumentalist, recording engineer. Like how did you get into all of it? Like. Well, let's let's jump back to I started like as a child playing tinkering with instruments, and then I picked up saxophone in uh, sixth grade. So that was the starting point for me to really learn how to play instruments. So uh-huh. I was playing music, okay. like playing. Um, then uh, as I got out of high school into college, I was getting into all kinds of different uh, majors. I was like science majors and all this, but I was working on music. I 
uh, got a hold of a, a multi-track recorder, and it, this was when everybody was was starting to become a rapper, and their mom and their dog and everything. So, okay. so I I started kind of tinkering with it on my own, but also a few people needed me to record them. So, okay, there's something to this. Right. I play music. I, I play like four or five different instruments at that time, and now I play about a dozen. A but, dozen um, instruments. Yeah. Now, I, I caught the image of the one-man band from Mary Poppins. Like, yes, that's, that's pretty much me. Yeah. But so, okay, I start leaning more toward the recording and the, the beat making and composing and arranging and doing all the stuff you do in Reason, my yeah. favorite program. And uh, anyway, I discovered there was a recording arts program at Chico State, which it's the, the BA, the four-year degree in uh-huh. music plus the studio. Uh-huh. So I went through that graduated so I got some of the the actual know-how the yeah. the theory and all of that stuff so which really informs like I, I don't know anything about music theory I just gotta go off on my ears so but I I, I appreciate <coughs> producers who are able to come from a place of genuine musicianship yep. if that's a word right yep. and then the, <laughs> it just informs a lot of the way that you create so it's you compose of, like you're yes. like a classical composer like Mozart Beethoven. Well, what I did, what I did by going the education route, there's the experience, and I say tinkering, but there's the exper- the experience and the experimenting and teaching yourself. But then there's the formal education, and this goes for anything. You yeah. can you can become the best by having one or the other, but um, it's it's a tough road. You kind of need a mixture of both. You need to really study and learn proper ways of doing things and have instruction but sometimes well especially in art with in in the music realm you could know all the fine details of the voltages involved in the 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 board no no we're here to make music and Mm -hmm. and entertain people so it's kind of like you lean more toward the creative side and the what what can you do especially thinking out the box Mm -hmm. new genres pop up at some point I would love to have a hand in a new genre someday. Mm. It's very you rare. You've done a lot of genres. You've done you produce music in like every single genre. Most. What's Not one most. genre you haven't? Salsa. Um, yeah, I haven't done salsa. Okay. Polka. <laughs> no polka yet. But you've but, done country. But I've mixed. Pop. I've mixed. There's well, as far as the production and creating in. I don't know bluegrass. I, I've never listened to it. I haven't oh, been around. Really? Okay, it's but. Great. But uh, rock and metal and hip-hop, pop, now I'm doing like dance and EDM and house mm-hmm. music. Those are things that I've been around, so now I kind of have a, an idea of, there's a reference for me to, to work with. And you've released a lot of projects. You've like oh, put whole out a lot. whole lot of projects, like CDs and like now the digital age. and Yep. <clears throat> but have they, have they all been hip-hop or like... I mean, projects with your name on them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. DJ Luke Presents. Yeah. Um, yeah. What, what I refer to as the urban genres. Your hip-hop, yeah. your R&B. Well, now, I, I guess, urban slash like radio stuff like pop and then right. mainly electronic stuff. Because mm-hmm. as, ma- find- as much as I play all these instruments, I can't be a band. I can't... Mm-hmm. Uh, like, yeah. I, And yeah. I've recorded rock bands and metal and all that. And, and you're miking all the... And they're playing together. You're miking all these instruments, but... I, can't do that so for me the easiest thing is to work with solo artists therefore the the urban and radio um did uh electronic styles of music yeah i mean don't you find like with certain certain kind of sonic landscapes that it's all kind of just blending together like Mm -hmm. where hip-hop was say in early 2000s versus where it is now even like the late nineties, like, and we're not just talking about hip hop. We're just talking about the distinct difference between R and B and rap or hip hop, right? Oh, they're, and they're, like they're now, branded. you know, come twenty twenty, it's like you don't know what who's what. It's gray, you know? fuzzy lines. There's yeah. no distinct black and white, dead actual lines in the sand of that's that, that's that. It's, exactly. Maybe it's been country and rap, but now Lil Nas X came. Now it's all yeah. coming together. <laughs> exactly. Shania they're, Twain rapping, you know. Shania Twain's gonna be wearing gross. There's <laughs> <laughs> gonna be Shania Twain featuring uh, yep. uh, uh, what, uh, what's his name? Um, Paul Wall. Yeah, <laughs> wearing exactly. the grill, custom grill, custom grill. Oh, yeah. kill me oh. now! Oh no! Yeah. <laughs> so then, okay, you know, twelve instruments. Do you? Because I around been around to your a, a bunch. 
because we recorded together been to your stew and like studio sorry i'll call, stop calling it stew but stew. like your mm, instruments nom, nom. The, <laughs> <laughs> the instruments are not they're like electronic or it's like a different it's formatted so that you don't actually have to know how to play the instrument which right? which what what was it that well, you were I've, playing that time we walked up to the door and you had like a saxophone, but it was oh, like... Oh, he had a, like an ocarina strapped to his like... Well, I have... Like uh, it, was a, it, was a, like a, it was like an electronic flute. I have an, an aerophone. Is that what it's called? Well, it's... I, I have know. a... I have a wind controller called an aerophone. Yes, okay. It is in the finger... Um, fingering, fingering layout of a saxophone. Got it. Which okay. is my main instrument. Instrum- That's oh, my okay. natural how I play, so... Okay, cool. If it was anything else, then eh, I might not have gone with it. So but you change the noise, but it's the same fingering. But you can yes. change how what comes out. Like and it, it it's the the sample like all these devices nowadays that you're using samples. Thirty years ago, there's like one sound, and you go up the keyboard, and it starts sounding cheesy because it's just pitching up that sound. But yeah. nowadays, they sample every single note on whatever instrument. And they do like five or six takes of it. So you get like the, the MIDI instruments now are as close as it gets without being the real instrument. Uh, yeah. I that's mean, right. They're, it's they're MIDI very advanced. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's that's just MIDI. technology in general, right? Like we were watching, we were watching like one of my favorite things to watch is Love, Death and Robots on Netflix. It's like one of my favorite shows to watch. Have you seen that? And we, no. Mm, I, like it. it was just on yesterday and I walked into the living room and I was kind of startled because what I was watching looked real. But then after like a few seconds, you recognize, oh no, this is CGI. Yeah. But at first glance, it looks very real. So to speak to your point about like technology and its ability to mimic what we know as traditional instruments, like where do you see that going as we continue to move on? Well, just getting more accurate and... Like do you think ma- people are going to be learning music on instruments in the way that they used to? Like y- when- Yes, absolutely. But for, for people that... Um, for people that want a bunch of different sounds but maybe can't afford 20 different instruments that are $3,000 mm-hmm. to five ten thousand dollars $10,000 for the high-end professional uh, actual physical instrument yeah. where you can have the sounds. And I think they're, they're going to continue to close the gap between um, the real and the sampled slash um, simulated. Mm-hmm. It's gonna that gap is gonna close a lot more. The very trained ear, the real professional players can definitely tell. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, that's a, a that's playing on a keyboard. MIDI instrument. Or yeah, yeah. yeah. But I think the that distinction is gonna get narrower. Do you know how to play string? Because I find that whenever we're trying to make beats and like using trying to find guitars that sound like actual guitars, it's really hard. That's tough. Yeah, because with. Well, with any instrument outside piano, um, any sort of instrument where you're striking something, anything where you're playing and, and bending a string or you're putting all these other little tricks into the actual playing, it, right. it's tough to like simulate. Like the physical, the physicality. Yeah, where, the where, you go, where you go, ding, on a guitar string, but if you go ding, then oh, yeah. how the hell? I mean, you, yeah. you have a pitch bend. You don't have one over here, but you just have like, like a wind keyboards, bar. You, have a, you have like pitch bends and stuff, but there's a difference. You can guitar, you could never ever emulate truly that. emulate on a keyboard, just right. not happening. Um, saxophone and wind instruments that's what that device that I use, the aerophone, uh-huh. it uses how much wind I'm putting through it, and I, I can even it has a plastic. Like simulation read, and if I bite down on it, it'll do vibrato and different Ooh, things. So they, wow. that's like a the, wah-wah pedal. It, that's it has, uh, it's advanced. Yeah. Yeah. So do you know how to play a string instrument then, or is that the I one know, instrument you can't? No, I've never played like violin, cello, any of that. Never done it. No guitar. Oh well, okay, guitar. I thought you meant like bowed, like types. Well, I mean, guitar, yeah, guitar is a guitar. string instrument, right? Oh, it or is. is it? Okay. I, I was thinking you were thinking like, like orchestral? String, orchestral strings. Were, yeah, guitar. Uh, electric bass, mm. which I've played in certain things. Um, Have you played any guitar in our songs? Not yet. Okay, because that's my shit. Piano and guitar is my well, favorite. Well, so we've, to say, we've secured the, the beats for the initial project, but we're going to be doing a whole lot more. So starting we're the next one. We're about to release one. Oh, exciting. Got a few yeah, more G- exciting. GGO's yeah. going to feature in one, too. Nice. So you, have the, you, you recently put out the Cali Fire. 
Right. Valley of Fire Volume 9. Valley of 9. Is, okay. Uh, and at, at the current pace, it's weird because I was analyzing the pace that I go. Uh-huh. And I'm on a pace of about one per year. I have a few others that I put out, um, but as far as my Cali Fire series, well, before COVID hit, I was looking like I want to do, I don't want to do like 30 song projects. I want to do like 12 to 15 yeah. and more uh, volumes. Yeah. So, because mm. what's more impressive, like, oh, he has volume 10 out. That's the newest versus wow, volume 50 is coming out. It's like now 50. (laughs) I I think that is more impressive sounding than loading them up with all the songs. Let's just split it up. Yeah, I mean, I remember when like, like in the mixtape days when DJs were like taking exclusives from artists or whatever, they'd be like 30 songs on the mixtape. It's a lot. It's a lot of music to consume, especially in the Mm -hmm. CD era. Yeah. How do you find... Couple of things. So, how do you find in in this new era of COVID? How do you find your creative output being like that? Are or, or, or do you feel pressure? Well, a do you are you working a lot more in the midst of COVID on projects creatively? And secondly, do you feel any pressure to continue to put out projects more frequently than like say once a year? rather than once a year? Are you feeling the pressure to feel drop? something every few months every few weeks like what's how is how is this new digital landscape exacerbated by covid changed your process in terms of releasing music well initially uh people were like i'm stuck at home because they didn't know if they were going to be stuck at home right, so it's right. like well sure, i'm just going to work on music now so i got flooded with work initially and now it's plateaued back to kind of a steady workflow mm-hmm. projects wise at the start of this year, before the COVID stuff, I made the decision to try to do one compilation per quarter. Okay. That's so to constantly be working. Yeah. With, so I have my client stuff, and then I have my I continuing the Cali Fire series, mm-hmm. essentially. Um, I'm on pace now to be back to one a year. Uh, mm. I don't that's know. That's a I, lot. I, one <sighs> compilation album a quarter. That's a Because just to be like promo it and like get it up for distribution that's like takes like a month doesn't it or what's your um there, there's typically a three month pre-promo period through yeah. when i send it to my uh, publishing and distribution so you'd company. be like constantly non-stop it's always working, working releasing it's always working. i mean i think that's what artists have to be nowadays like 100%. You know, i think the way that music is consumed it's they've devalued it right so unless it's a mega phenomenal hit record Mm -hmm. that's going to have that kind of pop culture impact that the rest of the world feels you have to keep on like refreshing the the that's what i was i was (laughs) just reading this like i was like interested in spotify because that's kind of the platform that i'm focusing a lot of my energy on rather than trying to focus on all the fucking platforms i just decided Mm. to focus on spotify and they incentivize artists to just continually release music not necessarily high quality i mean high quality in the sense that it's mixed and mastered and all of that but not high quality in the sense that this Whether artist that's good yeah exactly i mean Whether but that's, that's subjective and I, I would say that spotify wants you the goal of spotify is to keep you on that app exactly that's possible. what it is they want you right? to stay so on the app so if you're just releasing music constantly exactly but directing I think traffic what, to spotify what is often I mean, it may be spoken about in certain circles, but what's often overlooked is the fact that Spotify, the reason they have that that uh, that platform or that um, not platform, what's the word? I'm the app, for? like the, the yeah, the app, the for, Spotify for artists. Exactly. The mm, reason they yes. have that is well, mainly they want artists to be obsessed with numbers. It really makes me obsessed. They, they make you obsessed with numbers. <laughs> I'm like, boom, more followers. <laughs> the reason they even have that infrastructure in place is because Spotify, the, the major label system has equity in Spotify. Yeah. Right? Unlike other streaming platforms, they don't have equity in Apple Music. They don't have equity in Tidal. They have equity in Spotify. So Spotify said, how do we get all the artists to want to be on our shit? We make it about numbers. We give them a portal. That's the word I was looking for. Mm. Portal uh, for yes. them to look at their numbers, see their demographics, and break it all down. And obsess over it. And then they become, you know what I'm saying? So that what happens is now, you, what you're seeing now is you're seeing the independent artists slowly but surely transition into a mom and pop tech firm. Mm. that's all we're doing. We're, we're slowly, we're using our creativity to basically aggregate the data in the same way that tech firms aggregate data. That's wild. You see what I'm saying? In order to find a niche audience that we can then sell shit to. 
Do you use Spotify that way, though? Because I feel like you have your own distributor that you like to put out music through, and I know you that you're still on Spotify, but do you channel a lot of energy into every, building it? Everything's on everything. Everything's on everything, but do you there, channel energy specifically into, like, I need more Spotify? More to Spotify because I have my playlist built, mm-hmm. and it's just easier. You have your own playlist? I've made my playlist of specific things. Um... Yeah, and it's just easy to share those. Most people use it. Yeah, I am a. A lot I, of artists create playlists specifically yeah. because they they want those followers, even if it's not on their own music. Mm-hmm. I pay for Spotify so I don't have all the ads, and I actually mm-hmm. leave a computer constantly playing my playlist. Hey, <laughs> don't be giving that out to people. <laughs> so it's good. Um, I mean, it's a way to you know you got to get them royalty somehow. Damn. <laughs> Although I'm, uh, unless it starts really, really picking up, which is in the millions of streams, I'm probably, it's a write-off anyway. <laughs> uh, the nine ninety nine a month. So uh, anyway, damn, that's um, crazy. And if you don't, don't, and I'm but, not but, making that. For here's, here's, the, here's the new fact: if you don't think that major label artists are doing the exact oh, same I thing, oh, I know they are. Damn, computers galore sir. just streaming. Their, they're probably using the free one and letting the commercials ride through, and then just, but it's like a tenth of a tenth of a penny. It's, yeah. yeah, I would look so, it up I mean, today. You need 150. Have devalued music. Yeah, you need 1,500 streams to make one dollar. It's insane. Yeah. Right, like they, they just de- they devalued music. Music at least used to cost ninety nine cents. Yeah. Right now yep. it's like fractions of a cent. Well, now that we're streaming and people like to stream, they don't want to go and add to cart and all this. It's like yeah, yeah Spotify exactly. type in play done. Yeah. We're well, so I mean, I think they're just they're playing around with the with the numbers, right? Because a certain amount of streams counts as a sale. Yes. And then that's how they're determining the, the RIAA. In 30 seconds sales. counts no as a stream. Platinum. Exactly. So no one really knows how much of a stream is. All we know is our percentage. Mm-hmm. We don't know exactly what the value of a stream is. And then we don't know how much it is for a podcast either. Because, oh yeah, exactly. you might know. Like how much does someone have to listen to of your podcast for it to count as a stream? Because podcasts that are I, significantly that longer. I don't know. I don't pay attention to my stats on my show is off we're totally corrupting I just he's gonna leave here thinking about numbers like Jim Carrey in 23 (laughs) I just I just do it and if it grows it grows yeah Yeah, for me it's I have my own platform like y'all have your own platform Mm -hmm. and that's a powerful thing and we do what we can to promote and push it and hope the people that come on do the same. But I think it's about creating a niche audience, right? Like, you're, you're not going to, yeah. you know, I mean, ideally you would want to speak to millions of people. Mm-hmm. And I don't even really know if I want that level of stress and anxiety. <laughs> you are so yeah. excited Main, to be in You know what I'm saying? Like, I, just, I really don't know if I want all that. But the, I guess we're, we're, we're all out here trying to find our audience and find ways to monetize that audience, right? And that, yes. that becomes, so it's just, it's a weird world because you start to look at your friend your friends and fans and supporters as like clients yeah <laughs> you know what i'm saying and it's like hey How much money can i squeeze love, out of you? love the picture with you and your new baby why don't you check out my new album <laughs> yes <laughs> your baby's so cute have you streamed my new single exactly maybe mm. the baby can get a phone and stream it also <laughs> yeah no it's <laughs> fucked up it's so weird it's okay, so well, let's not let's stop talking about the depressing part of music. Let's talk okay. about the happy part of music, the creativity, yeah. the joy. Okay, mm-hmm. so tell me about like some of the coolest artists that you've ever worked with because I know you've worked with a lot of different people, but a lot coolest of them come artists. from SAC, right? Or like Sack some is, of your favorite well-known Sack is artists. Still home with. base. Um, well, there's favorites that I've worked with, and there's ones that are like resume. Yeah, who are you? Let's do your resume with. people first. I'm one Resume, I have, boy, mainly SAC, but uh, Hollow Tip, uh, for artists on Brother Lynch Hung's label. Ooh. Um, Ooh. I remember Brother Lynch yeah, San Quinn, Selly Cell, a uh, bunch of artists on uh, like Fizz Nation. Um, Did so, you have Jay Diggs on one of your Jay, albums? Jay Diggs, well, Kelly Fire Volume 3 and 4, Volumes 3 and 4, have the most stacked up. Uh, feature list. Okay, I'm pulling it up, man. Yeah, uh, Jay right Diggs now. was on a song with Shiggity and Boss Hog, but it, it, it's Boss Hog that I work directly with. I don't know who like, Boss Hog is, but I Boss love Hog, Crest Creepers. I don't. <laughs> oh, Crest Creepers. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I don't know yeah. Crest Creepers. I'm, I'm from New York, so I don't know. Yeah. Oh, he doesn't uh, know any of Yeah, uh, li- linked up with. In fact, um, I believe Boss Hog is married to Mac Dre's sister. 
Interesting. So, weren't we just talking about that? Where Bay Area artists are all like related to each other, and they all like, oh yeah, yeah, it's so weird. Um, And then uh, there was a project that I did that was a compilation where I mastered. Where mastering is the least glamorous thing. I think beat making is the most glamorous. But uh, (laughs) so I mastered uh, individual singles by a bunch of artists, including uh, like. Wiz Khalifa and Gucci Man and Rick Ross and all these folks, but it was just the mastering. But it still, still counts sick. on the credits. Yeah, yeah. No, totally. But I didn't work with them or anything. Right. But it's but still, still on it's... my credits. So where did how did that happen? How did that happened you... through a Sacramento artist that was just putting together compilations of like with his connections to major major artists. So mm. and that, there's a lot of that, talent in Sacramento. I oh, there's a lot yeah. of talent. But looking at Sacramento, Sacramento. Um, up and coming artists that I've worked that I've worked with. Uh, you have folks like Charlie Muscle and Optimistic and um, I like these names I don't know who they are though but I like the names yeah, check them out yeah you gotta I, show I'm me all link your... you to all these folks yes uh, so Optimistic Charlie Muscle my main artist Siren yes thoroughly amazing super dope um, I mean I could think of artists all day uh, Grade A Entertainment um, J Red the King for instance badass very low profile but starting to emerge uh, super lyrical artist mm. shout out Jay Red Bandits. do you know any of these names uh, no D no, Cannons I'm, I'm okay I'm gonna tell you I was listening to an interview with Kamaya and Vlad today and was she snitching on herself probably and I didn't listen <laughs> that far because they always snitch on herself yeah My anybody on longest term Shaughnessy. artist of anybody that I'm still working with Shaughnessy's badass mm, I think you show me and he's hooked up with Name a Bay artist. He's not only like with like the feature on his stuff, but he's good with them. He, it's like they he knows that, like there's there's the rapport between them, and right. it's like there, there's that that Relationship. artist love there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's awesome. And, it's always good. Um, and the Bay Area is good for that. I think the Bay Area kind of creates their community and like the, everybody's. That's like, the other thing we're talking about, which yeah. is why I started talking about Kamaya is that like they were interviewing her and they were like, why do why, why is there not a lot of like female rappers from the Bay and like the only people they could think of were like the conscious daughters is like the only female rappers really the and then people and then he started naming off like a bunch of like sack um rappers female rappers that i didn't know any of the names of and neither did kamaya uh, and the only other one was like marvelous and like marvelous is like probably the most well-known female i don't know who that is out of sack mm. see i gotta connect nah, but it, i think like what she was kind of po- like s- explaining is that people are so want to like feed everyone and they're like all their peoples and like bring them up with them and like they don't want to like stray away and just be like nah fuck y'all like I'm gonna go get it like I'm gonna go do me and I think I that that mentality in addition to like how everyone feels so like community based in the bay like yeah. that like you were saying last week like there's no quality control like I think it's this whole thing where like we're so like family oriented here in the bay that we're not like you know, if, to be a rapper, like, you kind of have to be like, fuck all you, like, I'm gonna go do me and, like, get that paper. Like. Yeah, I mean, I, but I think that, I think what we lament about with the with the local music scene is what every artist laments about with their local music scene, that they don't get enough love in their city, that they have to go out, get the love, and then people reciprocate it because they see that they're popping, mm. right? Like, I think that that's... That's indicative or that's typical of every Well, did that happen to you? Because you came out here. I had to go to Detroit to get it popping. I was in New York doing open mics and like making the circuit. But New York, uh, uh, you know, you got to keep in mind like hip hop culture and street culture are very much intertwined Mm -hmm. in every city. But in New York particularly, it's and, and a lot of that has to do with artists not having their own money. So who ends up bankrolling them are the people in their neighborhood who have the money, mm-hmm. right? The people who have access to the studios, the ones who are, you know, building the labels, who whatever the case is. So that's what ends up happening, which is I didn't I didn't want to deal with street people. I didn't want to be like an artist who was getting extorted or any of that. So I was trying to make it pop with people in Detroit. But in Detroit, it's the same shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you Not know what I'm saying? Out here, out here, it, it's, here? It, I, I think out here... It's the same. You, you, I mean, you see the artists that are more popular than most artists out here, and I think a lot of it has to do with like their G-E-Z? access to capital. <laughs> but see, like G Easy, like got it popping, and then he got a cosign, 
right? Baku like, coast fine for him. I don't E40. I think he's kind of like managed by or or signed to E40. It's, oh, he, you know what I'm saying? I didn't know that. So in the music industry, it's not just who you are, but who backs you. Yeah. Who co-signs for you. You know what I'm saying? G-Eazy could get away with his brand of lyricism as a, as a white boy who has some skill in certain spaces. But for in those spaces, he's tolerated. He's not protected. Yeah. He's not accepted. He needs a cosign. Right. Like he can't be navigating through these spaces talking the way he talk without yeah. somebody E40. like an E40 like, yo, I got your back. Did someone co-sign you know Sweetie? I don't know. I think Sweetie's one of those artists that like literally just That's what she did. She said, fuck y'all, I'm gonna do what I do. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's funny, like when I was in Detroit, there was this one, we were, I was with an indie label and we were trying to sign this one girl from Detroit who's like dope. Like she was really... She, she didn't sign with us, but we kind of worked with her. And then, like, fast forward, like, six months later, she's in the Rubber Band Man video. Because she, ah. she went to Atlanta and, you know, started mixing and shaking. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's what people do. Like, that's, you know, artists, you, you got to move out of your city at one point or another to just kind of experience what can be possible. And also to test your skill. Like, like don't y'all, as, as artists yourselves, right? Like, don't y'all find it, it's really overwhelming. Because he just mentioned literally like 30 artists mm -hmm. right now that he's worked with by himself, right? Um, like, how many artists are out there that we just don't so know? Many, you know what I'm saying? Many. It's so really many. Too, like, we know. think about, like, we're we're doing all the things that we do in our artists' lives and we're trying to, like, just kind of hustle. And, but then you, you, you extrapolate that to, like, the millions of other people yeah, who are doing it so and it becomes Disney. <laughs> or is there, like, I was just having this conversation with Kayla, like, is there a lane for everyone or are we all in competition with each other? Because it's, like, especially as a, like, I think as, rappers that like it's already male dominated so it's like y'all are kind of like in competition with each other but like there's different lanes or veins for you guys to go into but it's like all female rappers seem to be like pitted against one another we're like all the same yeah you know? and i think i think patriarchy has done you a disservice with that because it's yeah you know you're getting a skewed narrative so only a certain amount of women can fit in that skewed narrative and then there are tears right Mulatto does the same thing as Nicki Minaj, but Nicki Minaj is here. Mulatto's here. Cardi B's somewhere in between. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then, like, we're not even talking about, like, a Lil' Kim who came before all of them, mm -hmm. who set the archetype, right? A uh, 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 Foxy Brown, a uh, uh, Young M.A. Like, they're right. all in some tier, and there's all there's all these different lanes, right? There's, all, there's various lanes for various kinds of artists, but in that, there's a hierarchy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like, that's why hip-hop, I think, always has emphasized originality because the more original you are in one way or another, the, the, the easier it is for you to have access to an audience, which used to be the case. But I think now it's more like there's a certain wave that becomes popular and every artist is trying to ride the wave for popularity, mm -hmm. right? And it goes back to the whole algorithmic thinking and, like, what we end up becoming, where for the sake of attention... We're willing to compromise artistic integrity just for the sake of attention as opposed to cultural impact. Mm. So it becomes this really... Well, okay. <laughs> I'm going to segue because that's all depressing also. Why are we talking about <laughs> all the depression? Yeah, can we stop I'm being depressing? Okay, all, all right. right. <laughs> so say the world is going to stay in this apocalypse mode forever. You have a backup plan in still performing and getting your music out there and collabing. Yes. Tell the world you're crazy like virtual reality world that oh, you live yeah. in. Yeah, you weren't even knowing where I was pointing you at. <laughs> okay, virtual reality. Think like when people hear that, they're like, "Are you talking about that Tron movie from the '80s? Are you talking about the game, the <laughs> Nintendo Lawnmower Man? Man. Do you remember Lawnmower yeah, Man? That, that Love shit. that movie. Or, or you think the uh, Nintendo little vir virtual 3D thing? They okay, virtual reality has reached a point where take. The, the high quality graphics you see on like a PS4 now 5 mm -hmm. or PC gaming high end graphics now put a virtual reality headset on your face and you're in that with that level of graphic if not photorealistic depends yeah. on what these worlds you're in like yeah. CGI are, are like what made you're talking from. about exactly this like is, what, this, what, this the source, what the source of the graphics that you're uh, surrounded by you're basically taking a flat screen and putting it to where as you turn your head and walk and move around, yeah, you're it's rendered. You you turn to the right and you see that part of the room. You're there. Yeah. So wild. So now there's games. That's mm -hmm. cool. There's other shit. But how about how about social platforms? Think chat rooms of of old. 
So you have chat rooms, you have Yahoo Chat. You're typing or you're talking with voice. Well, how about put the social element in virtual reality worlds? Now let's build a stage or a club that you're in. You look around, you're walking. There's a, there's a table with a beer bottle you can pick up and, and pretend to drink. You can throw it <laughs> across the room. And there are other people in there. And you are cartoonish avatars. You like, like when you make your player like the on two K. No, no. When you're on in two K and you build your mm-hmm. yourself to in or whatever or Madden the football and you make yourself and I want my eyes to be this size or that or yeah. a mustache or beard. You do that, but that's what is seen standing in front of the other people with virtual reality headsets. So this you're in a place. So you're in a place. <laughs> you can have a video monitor and play YouTube videos, or you can have a DJ like using. That they can actually incorporate their DJ decks and, and um, like their music, like their yeah, really or, DJ. or there there are actually virtual reality apps where it's a virtual turntables and a mixer and everything, and you have people in a club. You're there and you're the music is playing and you can walk up to the DJ. Hey, spin this certain song, whatever. You're so there. Do you have experience with it? Have you been doing this? Yes. I have been. I have been. I have been. Last Friday, um, um, who was it? I played it was, for a uh, packed house of 80,000 in yeah. Shanghai. Well, there wasn't, wasn't a, lot of, a lot of people because there are limitations on uh, really for the headsets and how powerful they are and they'll glitch out if you have too much going on. Huh. There's like a 50 or 80 person limit. But last Friday, I was in a club with Rod Digga and uh, actually there and uh uh love was there and i talked to him for like he i was telling him about my crazy fucking uh, oakland stories bullet holes in my wife's car and he was like man i used to live o- or hang out over in uh, pleasanton i'm like oh i'm in castro valley hanging out with fucking fucking big perm that's just chilling with him he, he's that's he's, wild. I, he's my he's on my friend list in there now and uh uh it was uh, rod digga and i was chatting with her and this, uh, the person that hooked me up with them and that's putting on some of these events that's introducing me to these folks, uh, what's his name from um, Lords of the Underground? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lords of the Underground. Let me get my phone. Yeah. Let me get my phone. I forget I forget the names of the individual Hold MCs on, hold on. Yeah, I'll tell you, <laughs> I was there and I'm chatting with these folks. And uh, Faze on Love's friend in there now and all that's, this shit. And, but that's so uh, weird. Uh, that's but like, think about it. Like, all the wealthy people are probably the ones using virtual reality. Lord, okay, Lord, Lord like, y'all, y'all are really messing me up. Like, it's really, It like, was, uh, do it all. Do it all. He was in there. Okay. I'm bullshitting with him. He he knew about me before I even walked up to him. Cause that's sick. My, my, my dude that I am building what it, what is known, it's alt space. That's the name yeah. of the... The app. Game or the app. Okay. Alt space. It's like Yahoo Chat. Okay, this is Alt Space, and we have created the Alt Space Musician Network. There's a venue. It's like a upscale bar and club. That's where we have set up, and we are going to have events, uh, music video showcases, and all this stuff. And I, so I, I set up a, a, an industry information center where you, I put oh. I, your music's done. Well, what do you do? Copyrights. And I put all the websites of all the things. Oh, now you need to get placements. And I put all these websites for like Sinker and Crucial Music. All the and things. is it like a room? It's in the room. It's in there. It's in a section, uh, uh, sectioned off part of this fancy club that we I built. I do and, this so bad. <laughs> so the person that I partnered up with this used to be signed to uh, Def Jam as well as Flip Mode a long time ago. Okay. He knows fucking... Uh, um, uh, what's what, what's the name from uh, I I don't think he interacted with him as much, but uh, shit, why can't I think of dude's name? There's so many dudes. <sighs> dude's name. Uh, he's there's, part part there's of um, there's rampage. There's rampage. Rock, rampage. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I even know some inside shit, but I can't mention that because no. it's their, oh, it's their business. But I know, I know all the inside shit. That's well, insane. some of it. But yeah, so this is he's my friend, and I befriended this guy. He's out in uh, North Carolina. But he was up in New York and, and all these places. And you think this is before. the wave of the future? This is the so, so. So to sum up, you have something where even after COVID, you can sit in your house. And I met three famous people and chatted with them. 
that's hard to do in real life if you don't know the guy that yes, knows the guy. Totally, it's like yeah, they're yeah, gonna yeah. fuck off. But I'm standing yeah. there. I just walk right up. I well, I move. I float up because <laughs> we, we don't have. Yeah, we're, like, we're from the waist up. So I I move my controller. I'm just like, duh, duh. hey, Faison. Hey, dude, love love. Because he, he was yeah. We were chatting. We were talking. He's standing there. You move your hands. Your hands move. Your mouth moves. It's, it's, well, because they're probably more inclined to want to talk to you because they don't feel yeah. like a physical threat of some weird, crazy yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, I can exactly, just take yeah. this off and I'm but cool. I, I just approach. I'm like, hey, he was the uh, like the, the guest host of the event. So I walk up. Hey, dude, I'm a big fan, but hey, just whatever. Da-da-da, and we chatted about Oakland and, and Pleasanton. And Pleasanton's the hot topic. He, he mentioned, he was like, oh, yeah, I, I used to be up in Pleasanton and Newark and all that. Like, You're like, okay, cool. shit. I didn't know that. So then we, I was sharing stories with him. Yeah, but it I is, every, it is everybody a, has a Bay Area story. Mm. Everybody. everybody like you know what I'm saying like everybody has some sort of like, like oh last time Oakland. I was in Oakland I got yeah <laughs> exactly one time in Oakland that late night in San Francisco somebody has those kind of stories always always so, so that that's it, gonna happen are we and we're gonna do a show too because I'm gonna get my 3D shit game on well yeah. if I'm you if you get it's two ninety nine for the Christmas Oculus Christmas. Quest two that's the device it's the most common device you don't need a PC it's all within the headset. It's just you put it on. You go out anywhere in the house. There I'm you. This you I'm, I'm, no, I'm scared. You, I'm scared no. because this, this is what freaks me out. Like no, this is the uh, evolution of consciousness. It's we okay. are now. We our technology is taking our consciousness and putting it into devices. Yes. Because human beings are not going to be here much no, longer. So that's how we survive. We're not going to be there. Yeah, it's so it's so it's like a weird delicate dance. So like don't be afraid. Just embrace it. I'm trying to, but at the same time, I'm a human being, and I remember. I want to talk to Raw Digger. Give <laughs> <laughs> me the virtual reality set. Yo, yeah. it's crazy. It's gonna be cool though if you could like perform and so stuff. So it's like a, it's like, a, it's like Second Life or The Sims. What's with a social networking component? Yeah, and you're in it. It's you there. It's not right. You're face to face with these folks. Yeah. It's kind of like solving all the things that I was just talking about, like how I hate materialism and everything. Because you could just change your outfits and how you look, and like not, and just be sitting on your house naked in your underwear. Like you don't actually. Yeah. Have to spend but it's that still money. capitalist you consumerism. You don't know because it's free. No, they're gonna charge for that. They charge, they charge now. you for outfit on changes? Fortnite. On no, Fortnite, no, no, if you want to buy certain not, outfit, not in this specific not yet platform. because it's not monetizable. They haven't figured it out yet. Don't, they don't yuck have my numbers. yum. It's I'm owned by Microsoft. I'm just saying. So like, they want to keep pushing it free. To keep people coming for other things, but they're right they because they're going to start selling monetizing. They're going to sell yeah. products through the device. Don't think for a second that they're going to build something where that many people have access to it, and they're not going to try to sell you some shit. Right? Facebook was cool, and then people started selling you on shit on Facebook, so they didn't want to be there anymore. When now did Instagram is. Well, they have Facebook ads, and like you started getting like people started oh, yeah. getting advertising. They tried to Same thing with stuff, Instagram. Instagram get... didn't have ads, and then they realized like, oh wait a minute, you got broad no, selling sure, waist trainers sure and all types of shit, and they're getting get, the bags. I'm sure they'll get ads. So though. my yeah, my point is that, but what I'm saying is that it's not going to be the annoying ads that we're used to that we kind of disregard or dismiss. You'll have those because those are the lower tier mm-hmm. of the marketing brand. Right, you're gonna have ads that don't even seem like ads because they're very matter of fact in there. You're gonna literally be walking in this virtual world, and there'll be like billboards for McDonald's. Or yeah, and that's what we want to do with cases. our music. I want to put myself but on then, a motherfucking billboard. But then yo. also, what what we're talking about is to your point where you say I want to dress cool and all of that. You don't think they're gonna have certain outfits that you're gonna have to buy. Like, if no, you look I'll at Fortnite now, like, or I'll just be naked are, and I won't have to go to jail <laughs> for it. There's that. But there's, like, there's parents who are mad at their children because they're charging outrageous amounts of money on their card because they're buying things in the game. Oh, that's You see what I'm up, saying? Yeah. They're buying things in Fortnite. So I would imagine that in this virtual world, at a certain point, if it's not now, it's going to be where you're going to. You'll have access to certain things, but you'll have to pay certain See, this credits. This is how you made something fun, you, depressing. Don't make it depressing. I'm not trying. I'm Don't trying to make. To I'm depressing. trying to make you understand the bigger picture. I would <laughs> I love. Shit, I'm about to buy two of these tomorrow. Like, you know, Reggie, Reggie Watts, Watts. Yes, he goes in all space and does live performances. I've not 
chatted at length with him, but I've we've said hi. Yeah, that's so crazy. Uh, uh, How do you know they're not faking it and they're not just a No, it's it's them. It is literally them. Because they go on their thing saying, like their IG, I'm going in this plate thing called Alt Space and check oh, out. Oh, okay, uh, cool. Tommy Chong hangs out in it just to hang out. Like, oh, he's still he loves it. Yeah, he loves stuck. it. Yeah. You need to... Man, I'll, we're gonna I'll make guide you so into nice. getting into it and utilizing it as something to... But I think, I mean, I think it's, a, it's a great alternative to what we're seeing now with the lack of being able to play shows. Yeah, and this people itching Twitch for shit it is annoying. And Twitch being what it is. And Have I you really done a Twitch don't yet? See a well, Twi- Twitch, you're not... The thing with this VR is you're there and you get... It's the audience is there. You can right. talk to them, and you can get responses from them. It's a different sensory as opposed to which is more streaming it on the on the internet, and it's like you're not getting feedback. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, you're type. Oh, yeah, you're doing great. Whatever. I, think what it's people like, like about, I want to hear your voice. I want to hear yeah. your, the energy. Exactly. What people emotion. like about shows is that they're able to watch something cool going on stage, but then they're also able to socialize. Yeah, like right. You know what I'm saying? Like you can watch this. You can go to the bar. You can go talk to your friend who's sitting on the couch. Outside. There's such a social component to yeah. going to live shows that we we are all missing because we are there are no mm-hmm. live shows. So this serves as a great alternative to that. My, you know, it's just yeah, it's I know it's weird. your fear. I have one more <laughs> question because I know we're going yeah. over time right now because no, this I'm, has been so interesting. Oh, Is there something that someone can do on alt? It's alt, alt life. Okay, alt space. Alt space. Um, that can get you kicked out. Like if you like, yeah, um, say, fuck you or like derogatory okay. terms. There are a couple now, but there's an initial main common area that is monitored by um, Altspace employees, Mm. Um, Microsoft employees, but they're just making sure, okay, there's the standard racist, sexist, whatever, whatever. If you're really, really edgy and pissing people off or hurting people, like, then your account will be banned. Mm-hmm. If you're, it's the campfire. It's like this. There, there's a campfire and there's the woods and trees and a cabin. It's a cool looking little place, but it's the general meeting place, like like the quad at the college. Yeah. It's where everyone goes and socializes. Um, you can say you can cuss and whatever. They're, they're not. It's just it's free speech insulting. minus the standard hate oriented. You're gone. Yeah. Now then, there are worlds that people build. Like I've made my own. I do photography. And I've made photography galleries, and I host events in them, and people come in, and I show, oh, this this was taken That's here, and whatever. Sick. So I have photography exhibits and events so in them. Tight. So now if someone comes in there and and just goes like they're, if Hitler himself shows up and does, there's nothing that can be done about it oh. unless I block or ban him. Oh, okay. So it's your world. Yeah, you're in charge. Of so, so there could be like this whole like KKK world. People are being be, hella racist and hateful, there, and they can just do what be. they want. Uh, but like reality, but, well, <laughs> they're on a planet. Yeah. But here's the thing: people are going to report it. Then someone will come along and be like, "Oh, what's all this? Oh, mm-hmm. okay, KKK's in here causing some shit." And they'll they'll erase that world and ban the people that yes, own that world. Like the so Death Star. it is policed, but it is not like um, it's Z- Z- Zuckerberg's book. It's not like suppressed in in different areas, whatever. Like Brave it, it's, New World or some shit like that. It is it is pretty wide open. It's mm. what it is is the it's, wild a, it's west a it's now. a Common sense, common decency platform. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Let's like the Wild West. I just would think that maybe some people with virtual reality headsets might want to test the boundaries and just they do. And you had, you yeah. had some some Jerk trolls off on people and well, shit. You know, well, like there's not yeah, there's limitations to. <laughs> oh, they don't have a waist, to, so that's yeah. We also have to understand like the psychology of people who are going to frequent these kind of mediums and platforms, right? Yeah. Like. There's only certain personalities that are going to do this now, right? Before it becomes yeah. the norm, right? Like now... Well, now the, the, the people are coming in, making it the norm. We have yeah. these high-end people in the music industry. We have Burning Man, the people that throw actual Burning Man. They couldn't do it this year. They got with Alt Space, and they... Burning Man was in Alt Space. That's who I they went with. That. The That's actual crazy. people that put it on. That's insane. That's uh, actual Burning Man. Uh, what else? Uh... Uh, colleges. There, there are some colleges that are partnering with Alt Space to uh, do their recruitment in Alt Space, where 
that's better yeah. than via email or yeah. a little Zoom bullshit. You're in there, and they can they can uh, build a, a mock-up in VR of the campus or whatever. That's crazy. It, it won't be like can fully fully my... detailed, but yeah. but you're there, and you can uh, they can show pictures. You can put a slideshow up, and you're show up to the college whatever. interview in a mohawk. <laughs> oh yeah, you do whatever yeah. you want. Yeah. Damn, that's interesting. We went hella over time because I yeah. could just listen to that all day. I mean, it's it's deep. There's a lot of like implications that are going through my brain, and and, and I'm, I'm trying not to freak you out, so I'm just gonna yeah, keep them to myself. Yeah, please don't. But I I do appreciate the entire opportunity that it can present. Yeah. For artists to do things that are really cool and creative, like for sure. Do you know what I I could do? Unless you just go out and get a Quest 2, that's what I recommend. I'll buy him two of them, like tomorrow. Okay, well, <laughs> I, I will spend some time getting, first and foremost, everything, like the settings and getting everything to where it's set up properly. And I'll get you all set up in alt space and introduce you to the people that are doing all these things. Woo! Shaking hands, kissing babies in a new yes. world. Let's do it. Well, no Let's kissing babies. You have to be at least, you have to be over... Over 13 to be in it. That's another thing. I'm <laughs> I will no kissing. Kiss, 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 kissing teenagers. No kissing teenagers. No okay, kissing. that sounded bad. <laughs> I don't know. I think that's a good note to leave. <laughs> All right. Well, Luke, where can people find you? You have a you have a podcast on FCC Radio on Wednesdays. FCCFreeRadio.com. Wednesdays, 3 to 6 p.m. Pacific. Happy Hour Happy with hour. DJ Luke. Yes, and you're playing local artists. You're local cool mainly, artists interviews. Mainly. Independent yeah. artist, because I, now yeah. I've been going to YouTube finding, um, like I play a variety of genres, so I don't know a lot of heavy metal bands, for instance. Okay. I, he when plays I do metal my metal on the show one, when I walk okay. in there, yeah, well, uh, for my metal segment, for instance, I, I've just been finding folks wherever, even worldwide. Yeah. Some, oh, that's like dope. Some okay. German so and, and showcasing French. independent artists. Yeah, independent. Dope. Dope. What about where Wednesdays. else can they find you? Though you have a website. Okay. Yeah. Social media first foremost, DJ Loot nine one six everywhere. That's everywhere. Except Twitch. It's DJ Loot Beats, but there's there's a story behind that. (laughs) Someone wouldn't give you the 916? Uh, No, there was some, I don't know. I got locked out of, with an old email. But anyway, (laughs) DJ Loot 916, and then DJ L-O-O-T dot biz. DJ Loot dot biz. About his business. That's everything. That's it. Simple. Awesome. What do you got coming, coming in the future? In the next few months, next year? Kelly Fire Volume uh, 10, rather. I just dropped. Um, Lil MC and DJ Loop present whatever the EP is named. You can help us think of a name. Seven songs. We're done with four. Lil Um, Loop. No, I'm just kidding. I think we're we're four in. Sirens, Locked Up. Uh, I don't really write love songs. Yeah, the love love songs. But I wrote this. That's about it. And Sober Run. Yes. Which I just lost. Yeah, and, and they're all great. They're all, I've, I've heard them. I really like them. Me and Gio yes. are, are working on. We're trading eight Shout in, the, in the other one. What's the seventh beat? There's the two you got recently. Um, the there's... one with like there's the piano-y <laughs> one, and then the other one that's like a dark, like a super epic sounding beat. Super I don't know. Epic. Six. We'll talk. Through. There's seven. We're, we're, I don't know. We'll figure. We'll it figure it out. Yeah. Damn it. Well, don't worry, people. There you go, it's DJ coming. Luke. Look for him. Find him. Work with him. Celebrate him. And maybe find him in the virtual world. Yes. <laughs> yes. Ratchet and Woke Podcast. <laughs> like us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. Email us questions, comments, and topics. Ratchet and Woke Podcast at gmail.com. And um, yeah, I think we're out Do of you here. think people don't know how to spell ratchet? It's R-A-T-C-H-E-T. I don't put anything. Do you think they know how to spell Yeah, woke? I don't think, any, Do you I think don't they know put how to spell podcast? Past, 